Hey, adventurers, this is Tim. We want to let you know that this episode does contain a graphic description of one of the creatures attacking. If you want to skip this, it happens from 15 minutes to about 16 minutes and 10 seconds when Doug gets attacked. There are also time markers in the description of the episode. Thank you for listening and supporting us. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures and our very special creator quest with Dale from Right on Dale. This is episode 5 of Eshabel Toll's Fallen. Last time, last time we had the opportunities to explore with our friends Wintrick, Nyrex, and Festeg. We had just taken down an aggressive Wolfkin named Sage. We had just taken down an infant shellspine. We had just discovered an enormous adult shellspine off in the far distant corridors of this ancient magma chamber. We also noticed that the beam of light that was hitting the ground was literally crystallizing, incinerating the ground as it tracked across, and that for whatever reason, that beam and that line of crystallized material was preventing the shell spine from moving forward. And it was only barely that you guys evaded detection. So we're actually not even certain that it would keep it behind that line. All we know is that it didn't advance further than that. You also returned back. You discovered that others amongst the nation who had gone to explore different lava tubes had been attacked and that they had suffered strange, magical Maladies that were also bound by some kind of monster, creature, gremlin. We don't know what to call it yet. And it was at that moment that as the pebbles began to skitter across the ground, a large number, hundreds, maybe thousands of those same creatures are now skittering across the floor of the central atrium of the caves. And I need to ask you guys... To roll for drive. Five for Wintrek. Eight for Festeg. Six for Nyrex. Okay. Festeg, you have, in fact, I would say, hold on. I'm going to roll kind of a general dice roll here to ensure that our boys are prepared on their end as well. I'm nervous for you because I don't know how things will play out after <laughs> this. But I'm giving you guys the chance to do something here based on how well these creatures roll. I'm going to be picking a couple D6s myself. And these are going to comprise groups of 10 because the creatures are so small. And where, again, this is a, a ungodly amount of creatures coming at you. I'm only going to be doing like a summary roll for most of these. If these rolls are higher than a no but, or if they're a, a yes but or above. I'm going to allow some things to happen, but that won't be due to, you know, drive. It'll just be the speed at which they surprised you. Best egg will likely still have an opportunity to do something just based on how well that was rolled. So, holy crap. I don't know how I did that. I have two sixes, two fives, and <laughs> two ones. So, 
knowing that and seeing all the numbers here, I'm going to give. Okay. That'd be mean, so I'm not going to do that much. I'm, I'm kind of, again, I'm learning how I'm going to be doing this as I do it. Best egg. You have the opportunity to beat out yep. the number six group of incoming creatures. These entities that look like they don't have a full chitinous insectoid shell. It's like it's hard skin, like almost plating like a turtle shell. But they are coming at you with this very viscous, gross looking scorpion body and a flimsy whipping tail behind them that happens to open up into a fanged maw at the end. These things are about the size of a house cat, and there are hundreds of them coming at you. Uh, Am I more at, like, kind of a front line of some of these creatures? You are are closer. Each of you are closer to the tubes. At this point, I'm going to tell you right now what's happening. There are about a dozen of these things that have just completely overtaken one of the lean-tos that someone has built to become a shop. What you can see is literally a pottery shop. You see another stall like it where a quad group of goblins has just been overtaken as well. These things are just, they're like ants, but the size of house cats. They're going over the top of these guys. They're disgusting. They're viscous. They have these clawed pincers that open in three directions. What are you doing? I would like to just take my my big stick and just start like kind of aiming low, but just like sweeping, just kind of spinning around, trying to face like I have a whirlwind attack <laughs> trying to take out as many as I can I love that I love that okay I want you to roll are you going for brute force or are you just you're relying on your ability to move big stick in the right way yeah I'm basically trying to just like brute force it like I realize these things are giant insects basically like yeah. giant insect like creatures I'm just like well I got a big stick I can try to put knock as many away as me for me as I can kind of keep Excellent. the circle around me but yeah. Also possibly getting dizzy in the process. <laughs> so what I'm going to offer, go ahead and roll me a D6 at your brawn. Okay. That's Nate. <laughs> Is that a crit? That's a crit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, okay. I'm going to roll these guys at disadvantage, and you're going to be able to take down some of them. Okay? I would imagine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to... That's two nat ones and a two. (laughs) So in one fell swoop, these creatures the size of house cats that are literally, they almost have like pincers within pincers within their own mouths. They have little tendrils as well. They are coming at you just, and just like this weird screechy noise. You're like, nope. And you go, and you take out three of them with one shot. The nope stick. The nope stick. Um, Great. We're renaming Big Stick to Nope Stick. Yep. Great. Next, let me double check this. Sorry, I've got. I've, I'm going back and forth trying to. My brain has been on fire trying to like. How am I going to get these guys to live? <laughs> <laughs> so six. We have a group of these creatures coming at you now. Now you recall that there was a group of people that were surrounding you. You kind of, kind of moved around the cavern a little bit, but you had. I believe it was Doug that we were talking to at one point. And I'm canonically saying that because I got the names mixed up, there are two such orcs. They're twins. Doug is the twin that you are talking to now, and he is also freaking out. He did not sign up for this. These creatures are going to come at both him, because there's I, I rolled two dice for this group. One is going to go for him, and one is going to go for 
One through three, based off of your initiative order, is who I'm going to be rolling for to see what they attack. That's going to be... <laughs> Nyrex. You've got guys coming at you right now. One guy. Um, he is going to be hitting you with... Actually, you can roll a defense. You can also roll movement to attempt to dodge. But you can see that this creature is getting ready to pounce on you. I want to try and move dodge. Got you. Air dodge. Go ahead and roll your d6 and add your move mod. I got an eight. I got a three. <laughs> That's what I rolled. Is that a crit on your part? No. Okay. I just have really high move. I got you. Got you. Okay. So as these hundreds of creatures coming across the ground, a, a group breaks off and starts coming for Doug. But another one comes for you, Nyrex, and literally leaps through the air. And as he tries to pounce, you sidestep with your shoulder. You step out of the way. You are free from harm. Um, that also means that you might be flanked. Next up is going to be... Actually, it's your go. Go ahead, Nyrex. How do you respond to this? I'm assuming I'm close to Wintrek because he was helping heal that dude and I was probably behind him. Yep, yep. So I'm just going to look toward Wintrek and say... We need to get out of here now and regroup. I, y- yes, yes, let's let's go. Ignore everybody else. And then as soon as I get done talking, I'm going to start running. Nice. Towards the entrance. Oh, shoot, Windshrek, what is your movement? What is your move score? Oh, it's awful. Buddy. It is negative one. Yeah, these guys are going to try and attack you first. Yeah. I'm going to roll the dice again to see who they go for. I will say that the guys that... The one that broke away and got to Doug has actually got on Doug's shoulders. But you, Wintrek, are going to be attacked next. Yeah. So they're going to go for you. I'm rolling a D6, and I'm adding one for pincers. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead and roll your defense. Okay. I will let you know that he got a straight-up crit. Okay. I got a uh, roll of five on the dice. Okay. So in in your case, you could either... Here's where I want to give you an opportunity to use magic later. On your turn, your next turn, you can either choose to heal, you could select HP as your modifier, or you can select armor. Use your magic to cast an armor incantation on yourself. Now, that will require concentration. It will require continuous mana, but you have to be thinking now about how you're going to get out of here, especially with Nyrex just telling you, we've got to go. Yeah. These guys, with your... You said that you rolled a five? Yep. Okay. So you will suffer two points of damage as another one of these things literally comes up and starts pinching at your calf muscles. Ugh. It's it's not pretty. It's these guys. It's a three-way pincer. It's almost like those illegal tri-blade weapons that spin on the base. It's bad. Yeah. It's a bad wound. Okay. It's something that only magic can heal. But I'm giving you the opportunity to choose. Do you heal or do you armor up? It is your turn. All right. I think... Definitely going to book it after Nyrex. All of these creatures, they came in from the entrance? Yes. Or did they come in through one of the tunnels? From the entrance. They came from outside. Okay. I want to... I only have two mana left because of what I did before. So I want to take some of those shards of the obsidian that I grabbed. Can I try and imbue that with the feeling of mother that I felt from the when I was feeling the goblin, like that same kind of emotional tug. And then I want to chuck that rock down the tunnel we just came from where I know there's nobody. I love that. How, what, what modifier do you think would justify that? I think will would, 
I think that that feels right. Because yeah, because I'm I'm putting what I think mothers will into that stone and then chucking it so that they would hopefully go after that instead of the people that are around us. Yeah. Okay, so I want you to roll your magic. It's a d6, and then you're going to be adding that modifier. If you want to use your staff, you can also add that to the overall total. Okay, yes. I think I'll uh, I'll use that as kind of like the focus of the, my magic. I'm going to say that because of the difficulty here, there's a lot going on. I'm going to have you need to get at least a yes, but. Okay, I got a seven. Excellent. Oh my gosh, that's great. You are successful in pushing magic into this stone as you're sprinting as fast as you can, having your negative two modifier. You're doing the best yeah. you can to move and to move well. And you, you dig out from your pocket as you're sprinting, you dig out this stone that you've picked up. And as you, as you touch it, as you begin to infuse your magic and kind of inject it into this, you realize that the stone is reacting to your magic. And as you are pushing that magic in, it is escalating. The stone becomes searingly hot in your hand. And the second your magic starts to really flow, it just touching it made it start to glow, okay? Now that the magic is starting to fully infuse and it's almost done infusing, it is impossible to hold. I want to chuck it as far as I can down the tunnel uh, that we came from, where the where I know the big felspine creature is. I just okay. want to chuck it down there. Okay. Now, as as you saw on the map, that tunnel does curve. But what I will I will tell you that the sounds that you heard the last time of the skittering that was following you and then passing over you, I think that you hearing the echoes of the creatures behind you now realize that the sound of that in the tunnels was them going across the ceiling and through cracks and crevices throughout the tunnel, unseen. So they were beating you outside. Okay. Now, that little insight I'm offering freely here so that you have some context. But with 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 all of this happening, you casting that rock down the tunnel, it goes... There's no real change sound-wise. It's still the, the skittering across the ground of these... Thousands of little chitinous legs sprinting across the ground, but you see the flow of these creatures begin to change, and it starts to go towards that tunnel. Things are going to start happening now. Okay. You have had, not only do you have this swarm approaching this rock, so the majority of these guys are heading towards that tunnel. Unfortunately, okay. that brings them in contact with some civilians along the way. There was no way to win that. There is plenty of civilians in this cavern. There are people moving yeah. and fleeing on their own. I'm not going to be mean and say, because you did this, when I didn't tell you the consequence, these people are going to yeah. get away. Okay? Yeah. But yeah. you do see, as I've mentioned before, Doug is struggling with this thing on his shoulders. I'm going to give you one quick little cinematic. Doug has been fighting this thing off for the last six seconds or so. And as he goes to reach for this thing, he tries to grab the thing's tail. The tail itself whips around his neck and tightens. The last little nub that has that pronged jaw latches into the side of his jugular. And at that point, he collapses to the ground, yelling, screaming. He's clawing at this thing to get it off. But the, the legs begin to wrap around his head and push into his ears, up his nose, and opening the sides of his mouth sideways. 
Not ripping, not pulling the flesh, but definitely giving this really weird look to him as the creature begins to push his face into his mouth. The legs are still extended behind him, clawing the person, but this thing is now forcing itself into our buddy's face. (laughs) For lack of a better word, he's screaming. Doug is screaming on the ground, rolling, trying to escape. You have another turn before another wave of these guys is going to hit Doug. Not just one, many on their path towards this tunnel that you have highlighted as their mother. That's what's going to happen this next round. Not only does Doug get completely overcome by these guys, you notice that the next wave of creatures avoids him with this thing now on him. They go for another group of people up the line. They're about human pace when it comes to full sprint. And they're doing the best they can. People are doing the best they can to avoid the monsters as they're they're chasing them. But they're still... People are sprinting in all directions. Even if you have directed the monsters to this one tunnel, people are scattering. And you know, I think that you would have the ability to understand, and anyone here that has intelligence or instinct above above a two would understand that... The pattern here is that if we do not gather people to the same place, they will be overrun. We will suffer casualties. There's a lot of things happening. There is a ticking clock with that little rock you just enchanted. But we're also going to be dealing with escaping now. This is a chase. Which of the four tunnels do you want to escape down? You just threw a rock down the one that you know goes to the bigger atrium. Where do you want to go? Nyrex... We should go to the, I think, top left, since there's still... Because I know Nyrex was going to the entrance, right? Yeah, I was heading towards the entrance. Yeah. And that's where all these things are coming in from. Is is there anything coming from that top left one? There's nothing. Nothing is coming out of the tunnels at you. It is all creatures that are coming from the outside, pushing you deeper in, almost. Okay. Festeg, Nyrex, help me help me gather people to the, to the top left tunnel. On it. All right, I need you guys to each make some kind of role that would be persuasive or threatening, some kind of, waver it how you will, but choose a stat now, tell me what it is, and then roll. I will allow you to roll to your strengths, which means any roll will do. But you have to flavor it in a way that is social. I'm going to go ahead and do aware, I think. Excellent. So you're using your empathy. You know these people are scared, but you're going to tap into that yep. and realize this is the, the uh, let's go this way. You're tapping, you're feeling what they're feeling. I'm going to have each of you roll for this, by the way, so you guys can choose what you want to roll. So Festeg is going to take a bit of the cliche and say, come with me if you want to live. (laughs) And is trying to get people to just instinctually follow tall troll. Excellent. I love that. What stat are you rolling for that? Go ahead and roll and then tell me. I was going to roll instinct for this one. Excellent. That is a seven total. Excellent. Okay. You successfully gather some more people to you. And I would say that because you're a troll, your voice carries even with the noise. So you're able to bring a large group of people with you coming down. The other thing that I'll have you recognize that you would be thinking of, the thought occurs to at least one of you. You know that the majority of people of Felwinger were not in the cave system. You know that maybe 100 or 200 at most were down here. Families that are trying to settle and garden and get... First dibs, almost. You hear thundering footsteps sprinting up alongside you. As Wintrek, you hear your name called, Wintrek, what's going on here? 
Ulgerman is sprinting up next to you to try and figure out what is going on as you three are running with the rest of the people that you've gathered. Nyrex, you still have a group of people that you need to gather to you as well. Do you want to roll for that, or do you want to focus on getting yourself and your party out? Nyrex is going to be very cold-hearted here, and he's going to try and see if any of the people that he can get to would actually be useful in bringing with him. Okay, if that's the case, I'm going to have you roll your d6 twice, pick the lower number. Only because you are rushing. You are sprinting and doing the best that you can to be on pace to this tunnel. Yeah. If you're trying to identify someone... I wanted to use my move to do that, too. Is that oh, fine? Or? So movement is much more about the grace of, like, agility, and you're trying to get forward. So if you're if you're talking about learning off of a glance which people are the most effective, I would say you'd probably either want to roll to know the people here, to know, oh, I, I've seen that guy before. He's strong. It could very well be the... Mm-hmm. Torin that was teasing Windtrek a couple days ago as you were traveling here. But it might also be that you find someone within the rest of the party that you're also familiar with, the leadership structure. We'll just have to see how you roll. So actually, let me do this. I know you want to do movement because you're you want to get ahead of the group. Yeah. Roll me the first die to see if you recognize anyone first. Don't don't add a modifier, just do yes and or yes but is what we're going for. That's a one. It's a, it's a, it's a fail. One? It's a fail. Okay. So there's no one here that would immediately draw your attention from recognition alone. I'm sure that if you grabbed the big stocky people, you could just say, I want to grab the biggest stockiest or the fastest, most agile, the most survivable ones, whatever yeah. you're looking for. And that's fine. If you're using your move to escape, I will let you do that too. I think if I don't notice anybody immediately, I'm just going to self-preserve. Okay. That's great. Knowing that, knowing that he is doing this, um, the rest of you would see this as well. He's gathering people, but it looks like he's gathering the people that are the biggest, strongest, and fastest. The people that have medical supplies, the people... There's just a very strategic way that he's going about this that just feels weird. So, as you guys are now sprinting, it's time to start the drive roll over. And you guys are getting closer, but it's going to be a chase. You're going to the top left. Best day, I'm going to have you roll to do something you are sprinting i'm going to have you either do mind or movement either of your mind stats or your move modifier for this one and you tell me which one and that'll determine what challenge we're facing so i would rather use the instinct then if we're looking at those okay those three options yeah go for it that's a six nice is that six total total okay okay he's beefy boy <laughs> this guy is Huffin. He's just boo, boo, boo. linebacker mode is broken now in force. Your instinct is high enough that I'm going to give you this. You are sprinting to the top left. The cave that you took when you were exploring was bottom left, right? Yep. So as you as you run past that, you saw your friend throw this glowing rock down the tunnel. And as you do, you're going to see and hear a high-pitched whirring noise. And as you as you see that you're still sprinting, your eyes are set on the tunnel before you. You're you're kind of herding people, like shepherding them forward, but you are still running. And as you you're doing this, you hear the screams of children. You hear the elderly groaning and grunting. You hear the wives, the widows that are trying to sprint ahead. You also hear. And that's all you hear from that. The monsters, I'm going to roll to see if they have caught up with you or if they have been slowed down. And I'm rolling the majority of the group. 
Oh, yeah, they are just... Oh, there's one group that is still not focused on capturing other people. All of them are still honing in on that tunnel, except for that one breakaway. That one breakaway is the one that is still on you and your people. I don't know that... I'm going to let the dice decide again. This is mean, but I, I feel like this is the most fair way of deciding how people are going to be responding to this and how the monsters yeah. will respond to the people falling behind. Okay. And one more just for kicks and giggles. Okay. Two of these monsters are able to trip a, a tauren that you have not had the opportunity to meet before, but it's big enough. This woman is big enough that when she falls, she takes down another four people behind her. So there are now not just those four, but an additional two in front of her that have collapsed or fallen to the ground, been tripped by her, that are now being overrun by two of these monsters that have either bitten or clomp, clamped on. One of them is approaching a woman's face, but I don't know that that's just what's happening right now. If you guys are continuing to sprint as as a host, as your friend, I would say continue forward, Wintrek. But otherwise, <laughs> that is what's happening. You know yeah. that these people are being taken down in groups. And that first breakaway group is now preoccupied. The rest of them are heading to the second tunnel. It's kind of weird, but you guys are sprinting along towards this tunnel. And almost 50 feet away from you is this stream of monsters going to the other tunnel. Nyrex, what do you do? I'm sprinting towards the top left tunnel, I guess. Great. That's what I was told to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Knowing that, I want you to put yourself into the mind frame of Nyrex. You don't have anything conscientiously that would have given him cause to freak out or panic. But the running, the sprinting, the running for your life, the self-preservation, it is hammering into you emotions that you have experienced viscerally before. And I want you to choose, keep in mind... But the way this will work, you pick who, what, when, where, or how, I believe is what we decided on. And you're going to pick one of your modifiers to kind of push through it to flavor how you remember the one of those five remaining factoids about this. But you're trying to figure out why you feel or what it is you're feeling or what contributed to the feeling you have now of panic, even above what you should be feeling. This is PTSD that you're experiencing. I think I'll do what right now? What would have caused that? Yes. Okay, we're going to have you pick a modifier. It's not awareness this time. Pick any modifier to flavor how you remember it. But keep in mind that once you do, those two, the what and this modifier, are basically assigned together. If you want to remember more, you can't use this mod for another memory. It's just the what. I'm going to use smarts, okay. even though that's my worst stat. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Remind me of the modifier on that one. That's negative one. Negative one. Okay, I want you to roll your d6. We'll see how this goes. Three. You don't remember what you are running from in the memory, but I will say that the next time you do have a prompt like this, I'm going to have you do who? I think that in your case... Who is going to be your biggest stat? Yeah. That's the, mo it's the most important factoid that I can give you. It is multi-layered because there are many people involved with your yep. having lost your memory. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that with your stat, 
you managed to stay with your roll. Excuse me. You managed to stay on your feet. You are still sprinting for that tunnel entrance. Okay. Yeah. How close am I to it? I would say that with how fast you're going, you are in the tunnel. You've just crossed the threshold. Okay. Then I will turn around and get in a defensive position then. Okay. Vestag, I'm going to say that you as well, you have also made it to the tunnel at this point. Wintrek is the last of your party that is just behind you. He will arrive after this, the end of this drive order. Okay. Okay. Monsters. The main majority, I'm going to see, because you guys are riding so close together, I'm going to roll this twice. I'm going to do it at disadvantage. That was quite lucky. You guys had a no but. You have you have two, three no buts and three no ands. So these, these beasts are so preoccupied by this stone down the aisleway of this tunnel that... They're just crawling, literally crawling over the top of one another, almost eating each other just to get to the stone. Mother, 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 mother is all that's going through their brains. And as as they're sprinting, I want to give Windtrek the opportunity to act now. You threw that rock, and you know that weird things are happening to this rock that you didn't program into your spell. Look, let's just be clear. Nope. What are you What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Alderman is still is there. Yeah. Uh, I'll just turn to him and say, we need to get people out of this entrance and up to that tunnel as fast as possible. Oh, you think? Block the entrance. Yeah. Well, duh. I think we got him <laughs> preoccupied there. Let's, I mean, you asked me what was happening. So he's going to stop he's, talking he will, and get over here. <laughs> he will literally turn around and begin to shout people over. Get over here. And he's going to be bringing people. Yes, I did just do a little reference there. He's going to continue to wave people <laughs> on and bring more and more people. You are actually bringing more survivors in than I had anticipated at this point because you're getting a major leader here to bring people on. I actually want to make, I'm going to have all of you roll either instinct or awareness right now. That's a six uh, aware for Wintrek. Six aware Wintrek, okay. Crit fail for Festig. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a four. It's not a crit fail. Okay, 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 okay. It's instinct. Nyrex, I'm going to give this to you. You see this swell of creatures going past you. They are careening for this tunnel. The light from the tunnel has become completely blinding. If you look at it, it's like looking at the sun. This high-pitched whine is now deafening, but you see that there's a breakaway of this urge, this river of creatures, and it's breaking towards the other two on the far side of the cavern. And from across the way, you see someone. This is a large cavern. It's There's a lot of movement and motion. It's dim lighting. But even with that roll, your instinct roll, I will say that you're able to take in, see, hear something. You are able to visualize and see a blue-skinned orc sprinting your direction with a great axe in hand. And this person has not spoken to you since you had your altercation between him and Fledge in the command tent. He is sprinting from within the tunnels towards you with abandon. And this guy is coming right at the stream of creatures. That is all you see for now. With your six, Wintrek, you see that the, the gem, we described this person, Tival, as having a gem in the center of his forehead. From here, you can see what was typically very dimly lit ruby red is now a beacon of light. And with your awareness, you know there is a 
powerful magical energy not just coming from there, but emanating and befalling his great axe as well. Is it something that feels familiar in the tunnels or... This is something that is completely new to you. And you think with your role, okay. you think that it is unique to Tival. This is not a magic that okay. you have felt before. Gotcha. All right. So the high-pitched whining, the blinding light. This deafening TNT blast completely eviscerates, fries, disintegrates whatever entities have just crossed the threshold of the tunnel and has shot a tunnel of energy from this column of energy, I should say, from the tunnel out across the cavern floor and has pretty much wiped out the majority of the beasts that are going that direction. There are still a couple dozen left over, but you're not sure as the roof of the cavern begins to crack. And you feel the ground begin to shudder as above you, the the thin little cracks and fractures above you before begin to widen and spread and open as enormous silhouetted boulders begin to fall down onto the cavern. You guys are in the tunnel. Most of your people are towards your tunnel. But even with that blast, there are bits and pieces of rubble falling from your tunnel ceiling as well as the central cavern begins to collapse. Tival is still sprinting. And at this point, I'm actually going to roll a couple things. I'm rolling his stat, and I'm rolling his gem. You see the magic. He rears his hand back and throws his great axe. And as he does that, it... He holds his hand out. And when he grips nothing, he grips air as hard as he can... It's as if the momentum of the axe pulls and yanks him forward. And he is able to thrust himself forward through the air, tethered to his axe momentarily, as a boulder smashes into his shoulder and he tumbles through, barely making it a hundred feet away from the entrance of your tunnel. The ceiling is still collapsing and it's spreading outward. You will be trapped in here, but if Duval is not moved, he will be killed. We are back in drive order. We are back to Festeg first. What are you doing? Okay, and I guess I just have a question for you then, too. Since I crit failed the instinct roll there before seeing uh, Duval come in, yeah. would I have been aware of what's going on with him right now? Or? You literally just saw the dude freaking fly out of a bunch okay. of falling boulders. <laughs> sure. I, I just didn't know if the crit fail would have impacted my ability to do to be aware of what was going on there or, or not, if it was just more of It was only to spot him across the cavern. Okay. That being the case, thinking of the voice I've heard in my head, I want to ask him about things, so I'm going to go try to help just using the, the nope stick to to just try to kind of clear boulders, clear them out of the way as they're, like, collapsing and try to get to him to help him up. I love the imagery there. I want you to roll... Roll something. Tell me the stat. Pick something, and this is for you to run to get to him or to bash out boulders as you're running because they are falling, but they're not going to be very big if you roll well. So go ahead. I think Bron would make sense here, so... Great. That is four. Four total? Okay. So you, you're able to get to him. I would say that you're going to be taking some damage in doing that. 
Okay? Sure. As, as boulders are hitting him, they're hitting you too. So, with that, I'm going to be rolling... I'll probably give it a d6 to see how many boulders. One. <laughs> I'm going to roll another d6 to determine damage. Okay? Because this yep. is a pretty high high place. You have a total of five damage. Okay. It was a, a pretty decent-sized boulder that did hit you. And I would say that in, in doing that, in pursuing Tival, you arrive at his side just as another boulder smashes into your shoulder. But in doing that, you also prevent him from getting hit himself. And keep in mind, that shoulder, that shoulder hit was not on the white spine skull. It was on the other side that was predominantly leather. Yeah, that shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Next is monsters. Monsters are regrouping. They are freaking out. They're being crushed by boulders. <laughs> and it's just, it's all kinds of chaos for them. They don't know what to do. Mother has literally detonated like a thermonuclear warhead. They have no idea what's going on. Down to Nyrex. Nyrex, what are we up to? So is Wintrek and the other guy, are they in the tunnel now? Wintrek and Algermon are both. Algermon is just outside the tunnel. But I think with the collapsing, everything ha- uh, happening right now, it is he is in the tunnel now. He is av- avoiding as much harm as possible. Then I think Nyrex is just going to just start to look over everybody, make sure people are okay mm-hmm. that we've saved so far, and maybe make sure try to rally those... people in a way. Yeah, make sure there's none of those monsters that are yeah. in, in the tunnel with us. If yeah. any of those creatures, I would probably try and kill them. Uh, okay, give me a roll for instinct, and we'll see what you see. Uh, five. Well, my friend, you happen to spot one, and it has clawed onto the back of a very heavily armored automata. Simulacrum is what they call them in this game. And he wouldn't feel it. He, he can't feel it because it's literally latched in between what would be comprising his shoulder blades. But you're able to spot it. Just turning around, you see this hulking figure kind of stand up and kind of roll his shoulders a bit as this, it's like a spider that's been found in the corner of your ceiling that tightens his legs in tight to hide. That's what he looks like. Am I able to attack it? I'm going to, I'm going to say you're focusing on him on the, on the creature, the, the little monster. Use the surprise round. So you can lay full damage on him. Roll well. Using movement plus my weapon. Yeah. Movement, weapon, dice. Okay. Uh, nine. Nine. Is that a crit? No. Oh, I rolled a two. <laughs> you rolled a two and got a nine. Wow, buddy. How do you... I'm good at killing. How is the deed done? I basically see it go in a full, like, not exactly blood frenzy, like, mode, but like a like a sheer, just like a focused mode and just, like, jump, like, over the shoulder of this automaton and just, like, stab it before he even realized it's even there. So the automata stands and faces you. He's he's recovering as much as anyone else. He stands and faces you as you are sprinting at him and goes, <laughs> and you leap into the air over the top of this dude. And as you come over his shoulder in one motion, you simultaneously come overhead strike, stab into the center of this thing, flip your feet over and land in a crouch behind the automata. The creature falls limp to the ground. And the automata's, what's going on? What is that? And that is what we have been running from. And I just saved your life. You're welcome. <laughs> With that, I absolutely love that. Um, <laughs> we're going to jump back to Wintrek. Do you think that you would have seen Festek sprinting out? 
I think so. If if anything, it was in crossing <laughs> as like I'm running in and he's running out. Okay. To, to get him. Would you have paid attention to where he's going, or would you be focusing on getting out? I think I would because of how because he's in our group, like he's part of us. So yes, and especially like feeling. I mean, Wintrek is still very. Uh, curious about why that magic did what it did. So, like, in the explosion and everything. Yep. Yep. I think that you would know that Festeg is out there. He's he's collecting Tival. Tival is over here. He is doing the best that he can to pick him up and still avoid being injured. The ceiling is still collapsing. I'm planning on buffing Festeg's armor. Oh, I like that. With magic. He is probably, he's 100 feet away from you, so you are going to have to focus and pump in as much mana as you can. In the amount of time, we've gone twice through the drive order since you cast a spell. Because of that, I'm going to say that you've recharged two mana. Okay? Okay. You have a total of how many now? I have a total of three. Compose your spell, and then with one point, you can extend your range. Another point, you'd extend your range. Technically, you're supposed to be going... Each mana that you burn is supposed to give you an additional 10 feet of range. Okay. But your first spell, the first point of mana goes into the programming of what the spell does, which gives you two spaces. Each space is five feet. So you've gone five, 10. If you spend the next two, 15, 20, 25, 30, you would be 70 feet short. Is there something else? I'd still be 70 feet short. I have an idea because I know that I know you want to do this. It's really cool. You just imbued a stone, and you threw it. I've, I've got more of those stones. You do. You do. You know what will happen when it detonates. That's right. Uh, I think I want to save that to try and get us out of here you, instead of... You also know that before it blew up, the spell was working. Mm-hmm. So you have, a, you have a choice here. Do you do this and throw it to save their lives and risk their lives, yeah. or do you let them go on their own? I think I think I'm going to let them go on their own until I can tell that they absolutely need help because Festeg's a big guy. Yeah, I think I think I'll let him. You're, try trust, and, you're trusting in Festeg. I'm trusting Festeg. Yeah. Yes, that's gosh. You guys are too good at this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, great, great. So, knowing that, I will give you the ability to prepare your spell now as your action. Okay. I I want you to do not broadcast what you have rolled. I want you to roll privately. I want you to add your modifier and your staff. And from there, I want you to save the number until we come back to your turn. Okay. Okay. As you are composing this spell, you're waving your hands, you're saying the words, however you like to do it. The earth is still shaking. And you know that there's bits and pieces of the rubble that are falling from your ceiling as well. It's a smaller tunnel, so it's not going to be as structurally unsound as a gaping opening. But you're noticing something strange. There's something very familiar about the fissures that are splitting through the walls of your tunnel. It is not splitting the tunnel above you. But it is a very crystalline formation that is spreading like growing veins through the stone, converting it almost. It is metamorphosizing what should be volcanic rock into crystal in concentrated cracks and veins. 
and it's going all around you. It is startling children around you. People are seeing this because it has a, a dim glow to it. It is illuminating the tunnel around you. But it's coming, originating from the tunnel that just detonated close to you on the left-hand side if you're looking out of the tunnel now. Okay, we're back to the top. Actually, no. The monsters are still freaking out. I'll just tell you that. It's easy. They're freaking out. (laughs) The majority of the tunnel is almost collapsed, but if you do not move, you will be either crushed or separated from the rest of the party with Tival. Best Egg, what are you doing? Uh, Is Tival... Has he had a chance to to, pick himself up yet, or is he still... As you hunch over the top of him, he... Oh, I'm going to feel that in the morning. Ah. So he is up. He is up. Honestly, I'm going to say, like, we got to go now. Oh, that sounds nice, doesn't it? Ah, better than dead. And I'll just kind of just like to try to kind of help arm behind him, just kind of hunched over still, like club just more on the back, just kind of bearing through the tunnel yeah. up to the, the entrance where everyone else is. Hey, you have a choice. You can choose between running at a slower pace and shouldering what boulders may be hitting you into Tval, or you can force Tval to move faster with your movement and get there to avoid damage at the risk of Tval tripping. You know that he's not well. You know he took a good hit. Yeah, I think Festig is a bit more cautious of this and maybe somewhat thinking back to the previous encounter wanting to help make amends to things uh, or like knowing at least that first encounter with with him and with Ledge like kind of ruining a relationship perhaps or like maybe not completely ruining but like damaging a relationship he's wanting to help make amends and he's going to take the slower pace <laughs> like going to try to tough it out like can I so I have the body as the source for my yeah. power can I spend a mana there to try to help like bolster my defenses too or Ooh. just kind of so yes I think that one one of the things I haven't covered yet with you guys is how mana works with the different sources, the different powers. So if you have a soul, it obviously goes to your magic. If you have mind, it goes to an inspiration, an idea that comes to you to do something differently or to change something. With this, mana functions as an adrenaline shot. So I would say you can add, I will say you can add plus two to a given stat roll or temporarily, as long as you are pumping mana in to your hardiness or hardiness would probably be the best one if you want to just take the hits but it's up to you you have to choose how you're going to do this i will be making you make a roll yeah soon but you gotta pick yeah i would like to put this in like use it to kind of take this moment of adrenaline and just kind of ignore basically ignoring the damage that's going on as the things are collapsing and just kind of trying to help tough things out to help uh help to fall sick get up top i love that okay that's creative i love that okay I'm going to have you roll a defense roll, weirdly enough. I, we know that you're sprinting. We know that you're running. Okay. But it's the manner in which you're running that we're discussing here, the, the flavor that we're doing this. You're running very defensively. And I think that go ahead and roll a defense roll. Your, your dice, roll your stat modifier, your hardy, I would imagine. You're going to add your armor yep. over the top of that. And you're going to pump in plus two if you burn your mana. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pump in that mana a five on the dice plus three hardy plus two from the mana plus two from armor so that is 12 altogether. yeah <laughs> how do you take a boulder the size of and it like a, a street trash can a street garbage can striking you across the shoulders how do you handle that 
I think at this point he's just his brain is so like tunnel vision focused on I need to get up out of this tunnel and I need to get uh, to fall out through this tunnel too that it's just like he's kind of moving with the punches basically but it's just he's just not reacting to him almost like it's not like a hardiness it's just more of it like as it hits the shoulder just kind of like ducks it with the shoulder but then just kind of lets it roll off and it just kind of keeps doing that as it as they keep uh, pummeling down on him your troll lineage is pushing you to the brink of your physical capacities as your adrenaline shoots through your massive frame you are able to sprint forward protecting Tival you've got an arm wrapped around him as a boulder the size of what we would know as a trash can a street trash can crunches against your shoulders and splits in two rolling off either side you're sprinting you're getting hit by a smaller boulder over here a baseball sized one over here it does nothing you sprint you're as careful as you can you're as protective as you can hobbling forward until finally you both dump yourselves into the entrance of this cave entrance and as you do, Algermon joins you as the last edges of the atrium of this volcanic system collapse, sealing you in to the tunnels. With that, we're going to take a little break. This is Guaranteed Adventures. Running this adventure is Dale from Right on Dale. The players are Tim as Wintrek, Kyle as Nyrax, and Nathan as Festig. This is a special creator quest we are doing with Dale in a TTRPG system and world he is creating. We'll see you next week for Episode 6 of Eshabel Tolls, Fallen. <laughs>